Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And yes, uh, welcome to another edition of Women Around the World. And today, I'm going to timestamp this because, yes, it's the Olympics. So any current events, we want you to know when this is. So you're not so confused if you're listening to this four years down the road. I don't know. Uh, Today is March 31st, 2022, last day of March. Yeah, Juan McGregor's birthday. So Twitter tells me. Who? Juan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, Oh, okay, sure. Sure. Happy <laughs> happy happy birthday. If you're listening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's listening to our show. I'm sure he is. Uh, sure you know what? That is. would get him some major points if he was listening to a feminist-centric show mm-hmm. out of nowhere. It would be a delight. <laughs> so we'll see. Yes. Now that's like, like that's now, like now just casting out that out. Yeah, that's just casting that out. Mm-hmm. And today we are overdue in celebrating the women of the Paralympics. Uh, before we start, and we are going to jump into it, Annie, I do have a question for you because we love these questions. Mm-hmm. Are you currently in any type of team sport activity? Not currently. I had a brief dalliance uh, with Ooh. volleyball. Okay. A couple of years ago. I mean, it's probably more than a couple of years ago now because COVID feels like a blur. But like I say four years ago, I was on a, I was kind of a substitute player for a volleyball team. And that was fun. And then I played kickball for a minute, even longer ago, kind of college years. Uh, and I think that's it. I guess I played cricket for a minute. When I was in Australia, I played cricket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you play in high school? Uh, I played, not really. I was really self-conscious about my body in high school, but I did play, I played soccer with my friends, but not on a team. And I played basketball with my friends, but not on a team. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, If you could be, or if you had to be in a team activity, team sport activity, Mm -hmm. what would you do? Oh, good question. I forgot to mention I played tennis for a long time. 
Oh. I did play tennis. I love tennis. So it would probably be tennis or volleyball because I do, I really love volleyball. But I haven't played it in so long. So I'm kind of like, yeah. I wonder if I still have that same. <laughs> when was the last time you played tennis? Because uh, I don't think I knew that about you. Oh, I love tennis. I played it throughout high school, throughout college. And then for a while, I played it pretty off and on uh, with a friend of ours, Chandler, and another friend of mine, Katie. Gosh, when was that? 20, 20 like 12, 2013? It's been a okay. minute. I still have it's my racket and my balls, though. Just oh, in case. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that is one of the sports. I think I told. I think we did talk about this before because that was one of the sports that uh, my crush at the time tried to teach me how to play. Mm-hmm. But I was so bad that he just put down his racket and walked away from me without oh, saying no. a word. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. I kept hitting them out of the damn fence, which is like uh-huh. 12 feet, 20 feet high. And you're like, how? Well, because I'm that good. <laughs> yeah, we used to have what we called four court tennis. As long as the ball was bouncing, you could still play it. Um, and it was the best workout you could get because you'd be running I, I all back and imagine. forth. <laughs> you know, though, I really wish I could play it like the TV version where you're not actually playing and they just put the like CGI the ball in there so you look cool. That's what I need to do it. Can you do this for me? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, I actually had don't didn't participate in many sports either. I did do cheerleading, and I, I consider that a sport, and I will fight you. We will fight. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, with you. Because uh, I was definitely the the uh, base or the person on the bottom throwing people up, throwing people. I got injured. People got injured all the time. We competed. We weren't great. I could barely <laughs> get off the ground. My like five foot four self could not get off the ground very high, but I sure did try. Yes. I sure did yes, try. Did. <laughs> um, I did have to stop uh, after a while because I had to work to get money to buy car and such. But it was really fun, and I do miss that. I also played because we have to do when I was in DJJ, we would do the office or like state, county championships, and we played kickball. Mm. I was not good. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I could kick the ball pretty well. Yeah. I just am not a fast runner. Could I mm-hmm. steadily run? Yes. Yeah. But am I good? No. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I am who I am. I have other talents, I'm sure. You definitely do. <laughs> but I really wish, like, the thing that I wish I could have played is uh, soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I really think of, like, well, I'm not very fast, but I have, I did at one point, like I could probably block this ball. I can feel like I can do this, mm-hmm. but we didn't have the soccer team. Uh, LJ Georgia had very few sports. It was right. baseball, softball, football, football yeah. basketball, mm-hmm. end of story. Mm-hmm. So it was very, it was very, very little. They did have wrestling and wrestling. Of course they had wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oddly enough, but yeah, so I didn't get to do much. I also didn't get to do much uh, mini sports because it was expensive and that's a whole yes. different conversation, which we probably yep. should have with this about Olympics as well, who is afforded what. But yes, today we're not going to talk about that downer kind of conversation. No, we're <laughs> going to celebrate some of the women in the Paralympics. And please know, we researched a lot to get these names and get uh, this moment to celebrate but it was really difficult to get outside the U.S.-centric uh, conversations and or articles. So for those of our international listeners, if you would like to send us some things, if, you're, if we're missing people from here, please do. We love yes. that. We need that. And I need your help. We need your help because, again, my Google really thinks that all I care about is U.S. And that's mm-hmm. not true. 
Yeah. I want to know what's moving around the world. Yes. Yes. We're counting on you listeners. (laughs) So please help us out. But yes, we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about this amazing women today. But first, we did want to talk about the fact that the 2022 Paralympics in Beijing actually hit a marker for highest women athletes participating ever with 138 women competing versus the 133 that competed in 2018 at Pyeongchang. And by the way, though, there is over like 570 athletes that participated. So even though that's the highest number for women, that's still a low number. Yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to put that out there. Mm-hmm. And though there were three less delegations that competed, uh, there were a total of 78 medal events, 39 of them for men, 35 for women, and four mixed events. So pretty good, pretty good chances. Um, and just FYI, China, the U.S., and Canada had the most women competing this year, while several countries had zero women uh, competing. I will say there was two countries, I think, that had zero men. So, you know, some of them only had one athlete coming through. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go look at those numbers, you can. But overall, hey, it's an improvement, right? Yeah. Still a ways to go, but it is an improvement. Um, So, yes, let's talk about some of these amazing athletes, starting with Oksana Masters, a Ukrainian-born American athlete, started as a rower at the age of 13 and won bronze in the 2012 Paralympics, but moved on to cycling, winning two gold medals in 2020 in Tokyo. But in the 2022 Paralympics, Masters has become one of the most decorated U.S. Winter Paralympians today. Um, Masters has won several medals in all her events, meaning seven medals from seven events in one Paralympics. And on the last day of the Paralympics on March 13th, Masters led her mixed-gender cross-country skiing team to gold with her teammates Sydney Peterson, Dan Knosin, and Jake Atikoff. Uh, she has set a new record for the most medals won by a U.S. athlete at a single Games. She has won 17 medals overall in both Summer and Winter Paralympic Games. So pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, And one of the things I found interesting when she was talking about uh, her athleticism is like how she has changed to kind of grow with her body, essentially. So uh, she loved cycling, but moved on and talking Mm -hmm. about how very different, even though you you might not think so, how very different the two events were. So very big, huge powerhouse. Go ahead, Oksana, do your thing. Mm -hmm. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. And let's talk about the women of Ukraine who have been racking up some wins as well. Ukraine was able to get the second highest medal count in the Paralympics with a total of 29 medals behind China, who got the most. And the athletes Irana Bui, Alexandra Kanonova, and Lyudmila Lyashenko uh, have been a big part in adding to that medal count, including winning at least three medals in women's middle distance standing. And Bui and Kanonova picked up medals for other standings as well. So they're killing it out there. And Mm -hmm. as the war in Ukraine continues, the victors couldn't deny the conflict of emotions. Bowie told one news outlet, quote, we would like to dedicate our results and medals to each and every Ukrainian and all the soldiers in the Ukrainian army who protect us. With our performance, we represent the whole country, and this is our battle here. Um, And I will say, I I think it's Bowie, maybe Bowie, uh, who, it's like the day that she won a gold medal, her village had been bombed. Another one of the women had family members getting captured. So Mm. there's a lot of emotion. And um, just an FYI, Russia was uh, expelled from the games, I believe, and was not allowed to participate. But yeah, there's a lot lot of mixed feelings for them. Definitely, yeah. Moving on to legendary Slovakian skier Henrietta Fercovsova. Um, Fercovsova, who has been skiing since the age of 17, really made a name for herself in these Olympics. Uh, the 2022 Paralympics makes her fourth competing um, in the vision-impaired classification of alpine skiing. She was the most decorated athlete in the 2018 Paralympics with four gold medals and one silver. But she topped that off with winning two gold medals in downhill and combined skiing. And not only is she a Paralympic champion, but a 17-time world champion. Okay, then we have Canadian athlete Natalie Wilkes, who was one of the youngest medalists in Canada, which, by the way, she was also titled that in 2018 in the Pyeongchang Paralympics when she competed at the age of 17. And at 21, she has risen to be one of the most watched athletes in the Paralympics. With seven medals under her belt, she is speeding, haha, to breaking records in Canada and will continue to be a force as she pushes on to the next competition. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see you what you did. You like too. that one? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah I did. Um, then we have Chinese alpine skier Zhang Mangqiu. 
China had the most medals, as you said, won in the Paralympics, and it's no doubt that Zhang was a big part of that. Winning gold in women's giant slalom standing and women's super G and silvers in women's downhill as well as super combined. All these names, like I'll admit, a lot of them go over my head, but they sound impressive. So, yes. (laughs) Um, And she is only beginning. Uh, She began her competitive track in 2017-2018, winning a gold and silver medal at the time and was able to win medals in para-alpine skiing at the Paralympics for China for the first time. Right. Um, And just an FYI, apparently there was this whole conversation because she kept changing up her hairdo every time she would go onto the podium, uh which I I didn't necessarily want to highlight because I was like, is that... I don't know, but something for her that was important and mm-hmm. her aesthetic was important. And I love that. And if you look at that, that pictures of her hairdos, super cute. Like all these mm-hmm. cute little braids. Um, but I <laughs> loved that. I was like, okay, you do you. Mm-hmm. She, she's like, mm-hmm. all of her pictures are so happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Momoka Muraoka. So sorry if I said this wrong. Probably trying to get it. But she is the Japanese para-alpine skier uh, who began her career in 2014 and yeah, continues to collecting medals. She was able to grab three gold medals and one bronze during the Beijing Games, adding to her many medals already, uh, which she actually in Pyeongchang won gold medal and four other medals as well. So she's topping off all of her medals and winnings with these Paralympics. Yeah, she has been making headway for a long time. And actually, she was the uh, flag bearer at the 2018 Winter Paralympics Parade of Nations in Pyeongchang. So yeah, people have been watching her closely and expecting big things from her continually as she competes more. Yeah, so there's just a few of the names, y'all. We, like I said, we would love to mention more. So if you have something that you want to mention or let us know about, I know we've had listeners write in about the Paralympics and we love it. There's definitely a lot of conversation when it comes to the Paralympics and making sure that we are being inclusive, but also being mindful that we're not being ableist in what they have done and what they're accomplishing in these games. So there's a lot uh, when it comes to the Paralympics, a lot of controversy, a lot of conversation and how to best be supports to the disabled community, as well as the fact that we don't want to be ableist in any manner because obviously they are amazing and phenomenal athletes that should be celebrated for what they continue to do and just being given just as much attention and credit for all of the hard work as any athlete out there. So to those winners and to those who are competing, wow. Yes. Wow. Um, Yeah. Congratulations. As always, yes. If you have somebody you would like for us to highlight, if there is any aspect of the Paralympics or sports in general or really anything that you want us to talk about, you can let us know. Uh, you can email us at stephanieandmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Who is also, wow. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. 
brilliantly boring since 1865 as a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated, PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.